known about the project and the prospect of the project for about three, four years now. Um, and it was announced at Italy Primary School. We actually had a couple of the learners from HAL do it, come as well, do some performances, and also just give thanks to the Cotton Foundation for the pledge that was made. Um, still running into the steam of things. Uh, but yeah, very much involved. I mean, with the Cotton Foundation, my job really is to amplify the message by the work that's being done and most importantly to help in fundraising. I think for me, the most important thing is that it's important to see where the stream leads. You know, I don't want to just see the stream and somebody says, just throw a bucket in there. Yeah. It'll lead to somewhere. No, you can follow the stream and you'll see the ocean. And that's exactly how it works when it comes to 100% of the proceeds. You know, we see it. One match. I mean, the full circle moment, just knowing that I'm even a part of the foundation and they chose my hometown, a place that has always been seen as, you know, destitute, a place that has always been seen as hopeless because of the socio-economic landscape of it and because of the different hurdles that one, as a young person especially, faces, you know. Um, and so it's a full circle moment for me to be able to be fully involved in the ways that I'm involved in and to continue to amplify the message and fundraise. I think it's, it's also a motivating factor to know that, you know, um, even when I don't see how far I've come in this journey and, and where I am, or even understand my bearings of my success, it is celebrated and I am reminded. But I am not reminding myself. I am constantly reminded. I'm reminded by the reception of I mean, I was even at, 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 at the Oyster Box just yesterday driving in and the security was like, I'll take a message and I'm like, oh my. So everybody knows that I don't live here anymore. <laughs> um, but it really is a motivating factor and, and and I guess for me, you know, it's I I couldn't have had a better re-entry or a better welcome home than this. Yeah. I didn't have any fancy event that I was going to. I didn't have any like toasting or champagne or whatever. I came home one match to come and commemorate this particular event. And it, it, it also speaks to what I always call my true north. You know, it is my calling, yeah. you know, um, humanitarian aid, um, pushing for the advocating of good. I, I'm in the business of making good things. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking to Ingan, especially from Emochi, it's it's my I don't know call it's my label of love. It's a part of me that a lot of people, and when I say people, mainstream media doesn't even know exists because usually the mainstream uh, glamorous cameras are not intense, yeah. yeah. you know, with kids. Yeah. So I do it all the time. But where it started was as a 13-year-old girl, and the teacher believed in me. My teachers used to say, "You've got the gift of the gap." And so I did a lot of public speaking, I did a lot of advocating. I was a little, I was the Madam Speaker of Youth Parliament in KZN, you know, um, addressing thousands of kids that had been gathered from all over the, the, the province. And that's when I knew I definitely wanted to be able to work with um, organizations. And then the first time I ever got on an international flight was to go to Kenya with Save the Children Sweden. Wow. They chose me and two other kids from South Africa to represent South Africa in Kenya alongside other children from all over the continent. It was the first time interacting with an Ethiopian kid, with a kid from Congo who was fluent in French and couldn't understand a word of English and knowing that, oh my God, I definitely want to be able to, 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 to one day touch the entire continent. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always dreamed of working for the UN. I also thought I worked for UNAIDS because of personal 
uh, family um, history with, 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 with HIV and AIDS, but UNHCR was, was, was the chosen home. Um, so I've always been, it's always been in my, in my nature, in my blood, really so well. Mental health, I spoke to them yesterday about mental health and I had the honor of speaking to some girls um, who were in grade 8 and grade 11. The other girls were writing exams so they couldn't be around. But mental health for me is, is absolutely paramount, you know. Um, obviously I have my own personal um, experience with mental health. Um, but also not just having mental health issues, but also experiencing the loss of a loved one through mental health, um, my baby sister. And so for me, it's very important to be able to have conversations with young people. You can't speak to them, you have to speak with them, you know? Uh, and that's why I got off the stage, because I was just on the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's important. There's so many conversations that are happening that adults think are not happening. We're not living in a society that is closed off. So much of the pressures of social media, unfortunately, the pressures of the internet, people living lives that are not real, that are not true. And these kids feel like, why should I go to school when I get to school, be a trader, and buy a Mercedes-Benz, and that will be my life. Mm. Nobody wants to stress the importance of education. And I get it, education is a very stressful journey, right? Yeah. Um, I myself suffered from depression when I lost my grandmother and my sister, and I was at university on a bursary. You know what I mean? It was on your anniversary, you yeah. can't even afford to pay tennis So, mental health is something that also, that what, I, what I love is the fact that the Continental Foundation has a mental health program that's going to be infiltrated within the school, you know, so that learners have a place to lean on. Even if we do Mazana and you have a kid at the age of 14, we understand that there's a cycle that led to that. Yeah. That doesn't just happen on its own, there's a cycle that led to that. And how the society treats you or your mom or, or, or even school as well, so I'm getting on with But those are the types of things that we're very passionate about. Um, how often do I agree with my own story? All the time. All the time. I choked up even yesterday when I thought of this uniform, uh, one of the birds, unnamed. She was like, oh, it's a fucking seven million. Okay, girl, I'm like, I said, she's like, I'm behind it. And we're talking about James' school, and I remember just a particular afternoon, and I literally of my dad when he was at his most ill, at his most ill, looked ill, felt ill, couldn't even stand for more than 15 minutes. And we were just standing in the longest line at James. And I just remembered, I was like, oh, what a good guy. He's no longer here. I was like, what a good guy. That even at his most ill, he still said, I'm going to make sure that this one gets in before me. Because I wanted to make something of myself. So constantly, sorry. Right. So constantly revisiting my story, constantly, you know, um, just my little arm so that I'm, I'm never out of touch. And and and, and all the kids from Wamash never feel like um, I, my life is unattainable. Yeah. It's being a tangible representation of a dream forever. I'm so happy. I I can't. I'm not even. Honestly, it is a full circle moment for me. I cannot explain it to someone what it's like to grow up on Marshall and have to hold on to hope even when you don't have it. Explain to me now when I was walking to go to the bus stop, being fat, being being pamalanas, being gani, they were coming to J L P O P. You know what I mean? And this school was always famous for Othena. It's Enoshi. They produce the highest pass rate, and I always knew. Even if my parents can't take me to a better school now, they get outside of it. They don't treat me the preconceptions that they call it banana. Oh, you know, talking English is hard to speak. 
But I was like, okay. And I said, no, I'm not going to join the movement because babies are trying to move. And I said, I'm not because he's a pastor and at least what he's trying to find, I believe. And so for me, to be able to, 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 to partner with Partner Foundation and be here today, I don't think it's by mistake. I really, really thank my ancestors, my angels, and my highest God that it's been. Sure. Um, I have a very uh, amazing, amazing project that I will make an announcement about very soon. Okay. It's the one it's, it's what's brought me here. Yeah. Um, I'll just like to get my name because okay. it's just it's part of it.